Up until the winter of 1811, anyone would have described the Vicar of St. Charles and St. Jude, the Reverend Charles Armitage, as a very happy man. He had six beautiful daughters and two fine sons. He had a pallid, ailing wife, whom he largely ignored, and above all, he had his hunters and his hounds. He was a jolly, robust, shovel-hatted man who rode to hounds in a pepper-and-salt coat and was welcome at the dinner tables of almost every house of note in the county of Burham. Admittedly, Sundays were apt to be a bit of a trial when he took his sore head and heartburn into the pulpit to read the sermon his eldest daughter, Minerva, had dutifully prepared for him. But the other days were splendid, taken up with the chase, the gun, and the rod. His parishioners were used to the vagaries of their vicar, and only a few of the more devout occasionally longed for a vicar who cared more for the word of God than for the word of the Sporting Chronicle and Bailey's Guide to the Turf. He owned two farms from which he derived much of his income. He had turned a deaf ear to any suggestions of using modern methods of agriculture, and that, combined with a succession of quite dreadful harvests, had left the vicar in a difficult financial situation by the winter of 1811. Added to that, his two sons, the twins, Peregrine and James, were shortly to celebrate their ninth year. They were largely untutored, and the vicar was overcome with a burning desire to send them to Eton, which would involve a year for both at Dr. Brown's Crammer in the King's Road, London, first to ensure that they passed their entrance exams. His money seemed to have melted like fairy gold. Had his concern for the boy's education been motivated by any altruistic thoughts, then perhaps he might not have hit on the, an idea to raise himself out of the mire of debt into which he had fallen. But he was a totally self-centered man, and he saw the boys as an extension of himself, young bear cubs to be licked into the Armitage image, and so he set about schemes for raising money with all the single-minded zeal of the true egotist. His first thought was to pay a visit on his brother, the baronet at the hall. Sir Edwin Armitage, Bart, looked down his long nose at his brother, the vicar, considering him boorish and uncouth. Social intercourse between the two families was somewhat strained. Sir Edwin had a great deal of money and two proud daughters and a proud wife. He would have severed all connection with the vicar had not his wife pointed out to him that it was their Christian duty to be kind to those poor armitages.